0: Is the founder and CEO of Mom's Belief. Mom's Belief is an innovation and research-driven holistic care provider for children with any kind of emotional intelligence and developmental needs. They also support parents, professionals, and caregivers of children with special needs like autism, ADHD, Down syndrome, and other developmental delays. They are also the largest mental health care provider for children in all of Southeast Asia. With that, I would like to welcome Nitin on the show. Hi, Nitin. Welcome to the show.
1: Hi, Anurag. How are you?
0: I'm doing great, Nitin. Thank you so much for doing this with the Socially Desi show. How are things going on with Mom's Belief?
1: Things are going fantastic. First of all, thank you so much for having me on the show. And it's a pleasure to speak on Socially Desi. Um, things are going fantastic and looking forward to speak to you and your listeners.
0: Wonderful, Nitin. And before we begin this episode, I would love to know your journey so far and what was the inspiration behind Starting Mom's Belief.
1: Mm-hmm. So, uh, see, Anurag, professionally, I'm a chartered accountant with a small thing that I am Calcutta. Uh mm-hmm. Uh, did some courses on therapy, uh, not not by design but by choice because I want to know about this profession and how we take care of kids with developing delay. Uh, worked in my corporate life, previous life with KPMG, American Express, Aon, and my last company was Clove Dental. That's one of the largest dental chain in India. So yeah, okay. that's that's there. And uh, while working at Monsville, we started Monsville while working got an opportunity or privilege rather to speak at United Nations two times in Vienna, as mm-hmm. well as uh, um, the, the business world was kind to me to offer me the 40 under 40. So, so this is so far my short professional journey of 12, 13 years. Um, when you ask about inspiration behind Mons Belief, so there, there's a story behind it and, and it goes back to my Clove time. Uh, mm-hmm. While, while, while I, w- I was on the verge of leaving Clove, uh, they happened that I happened to visit an autistic center where, where the kid usually gets a therapy. Uh, when I visited the center, I saw that two types of problems. Number one, parents sit at the reception and they take the kids inside for the mm-hmm. therapy, let's say occupational speech, special ed, behavior, or any sort of therapy. After 45 minutes or one hour, when they give the child back right, and they, let's the therapist did a perfect therapy, they tell mm-hmm. the mother that, you know what, let's say we did cognition. We worked on cognition today. Mm-hmm. Why don't you try this at home? Right? Now, day, the real problem starts with the mother. And I spoke to many, many mothers. They say when they go back home, and let's say the session is Monday, Wednesday, Friday, three times a week. When they go back home on Monday, there is nothing for that mother to do at home. They can Correct. do all courses, modules, CD, workshop, but nothing is there who is guiding her to create a tailor-made program which helps her child in a, in a real way. There is no one at her back. So, so there's a big vacuum. So ultimately what happens, if it's Monday, parent will or mother will wait for Wednesday. If it's Wednesday, she'll wait for Friday. There's mm-hmm. a big vacuum. Because the parents and especially a mother who is the, is the, the most body or, or, or the person to take care of the kid from heart and mind, she's not empowered. So that's the problem number one. Now, problem number two is, and especially with development delays, and, and I'm talking about autism, ADHD, and mm-hmm. though the kids get included or inclusive in the society, uh, see, these are not medical ailments. Like, uh, we go to hospital, fix ourselves and come back, right? These are way of life. They're beautiful kids. They a the way of life. They require some level of intervention at every stage of life. Even at five year, ten year, fifty year. So let's say five year, they might require toilet training or anything based on their on the progress on milestone. Ten year, maybe a curriculum based. In fifty year, they might require something to live independently, right? And in the old days, right. So right. so in the current structure, twenty four hours. Let's say Monday, Wednesday, Friday, twelve session and two hour each session. So twenty four hour exposure for our kids is not good enough. Right. Hmm. They need more number of hours. They need uh, more than 24 hours to, to, uh, to get the relevant intervention in their current lifestyle. So we saw two problem statements. One is mother has time but doesn't have empowerment. Second, there's a demand and supply issue, but the therapist cannot spend more than 24 hours. Plus it's financially very expensive. So there, uh, I thought an idea that uh, why not empower the mother so that she mm. can give more number of hours to her own kid, let her make a co-therapist of her own child, and let's see how it happens. So, so this journey, uh, we were toying around with this idea and, and we piloted it for, for two years, we did research and everything. So in '18, when we were confident, yes, this program is working, it is impactful, it's effective, uh, we launch on a, on, a, on a large scale basis, and there in 17, 16, 17, Mons Relief really came into the picture. And as the name says, why we did that? Because we want to make a mother totally empowered person to take care of a child at her own home and the professionals also, so that they can take care of the kid at the therapy center and the teacher so that they can take care of that kid at the school. So everything what revolves around the child should be empowered, especially a mother. And that's why the name Bonds belief came into the picture, and yeah, that's the way we started our journey, or rather, I started our journey after Clove, and um, mm-hmm. since then, it's a pretty interesting journey. One question which uh, I, I must add, One question which most of the time I ask. Two funny questions. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a male and an only founder, but the name is Bonds belief, right? So that's <laughs> that's one question I did get, but. See, I always feel that the uh, uh, mother, I personally feel that, is the person who loves most their child, right? Father is also very important, very critical, where they love their kids. But as a father, I'm also saying the, the cord which is connected through a mother with their kid is, is, is like an invisible bond. So that's True. where we feel it's, it's mother and her belief can make a difference. Hindi, may Ka, Vishwas. And secondly, uh, do I have a personal background? so the answer uh is no uh i have two kids arvik and Mika, mm-hmm. but they have nothing to do from this field it's just mm-hmm. that you don't have to feel the pain or the requirement of support to 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 give a mother empowerment so that's that's where the moms belief our thesis and our story came from yeah
0: absolutely i think uh, really love the whole story and uh, you actually narrated it in a very very beautiful manner and while I was listening to you I could really go through that entire journey I could really visualize at to some extent that how you would have uh, seen those kids and how you would have felt around it and that's a very important point that you shared that uh, mothers they do have time but they are not empowered they don't know what exactly to do with Uh, their children when it comes to taking care of them after those therapy sessions. And I think that is where uh, we see a lot of challenges also being faced by parents, especially with the onset of pandemic. In the last couple of years after 2020 started, I think a lot of parents, they had no clue as to what to do now because therapists were closed down. Uh, I don't know if there were any online medium that were still running, but they faced a lot of initial challenges. Uh, I would like to know from you, Nitin, when it comes to mom's belief and the kind of clients that you have, mothers, what were the initial challenges that you saw with them and what were the remedies that you offered?
1: Sure, sure, Anurag. So I'll I'll divide the problem into two aspects. So see, number Mm -hmm. one, and i'm i'm majorly talking about uh, development delay and special need though though we have yeah, like, neurotypical kids as well but uh, we'll maybe talk about later during the show but first let's talk about the development delay and special need so see we all know schools were all shut down even yeah. our all hundred therapy centers which we have they were all shut down and nobody knew that what's going to happen um, how things will work and so on and so forth so uh, our kids or our children were not getting any support or intervention whatsoever, right? And we saw a high rise in the reported cases where children have sensory difficulties, behavior issues. So imagine, I'll give you an example. It's like a diabetic patient, and this is an analogy I'm just taking. like if you have a diabetic patient and you Mm -hmm. stop their insulin all of a sudden, it's like that, right? It's, it's not impact your body immediately, but in weeks, month and uh, a quarter, it will start showing the impact. And that's where the, the, the things get start deteriorating. So that's the exact case where our kids are not getting regular therapy. Uh, and, and, and the change in routine is, is difficult for our children. And now they are stuck. So this is, this is the reality number one with everything closed down. Now, I'll tell you about the reality number two. Uh, you know, there is a fear, anxiety, and uncertainty. Uh, and it was going all across from April 2020. If you take the for entire 20, it was there. And if yep. you see a normal family structure and any middle class tier one, tier two, families are at home. Only husband hmm. or fathers are allowed to go out because they want to work and they have to earn living, right? There was no travel, right. no movement for the kids as well as for the other family members, right? right? We saw all of a sudden that we are getting high number of crisis calls, which is the mother not able to manage their kids because everything got stuck. Earlier, they used to go to school, mm-hmm. so they used to go out, nothing. One room, one house, the mother is stuck at how to manage the child. Father stuck alone, helpless, and, and you all know the reality in 2020. Many of our right. families or the or the parents lost their job also. So it yes. was a chaotic situation, if I have to summarize. And mm-hmm. uh, that was a time where we actually saw the power of online. We saw the power of our uh, our, uh, our technology, a power of our reach, where actually mm-hmm. we reached out to the remote area. So, so I'll, I'll just take an example what we did. So. Um, See, our vision uh, is very simple. No child should be left behind. And uh. when we are getting so many calls, critical calls, it is not only the job to take care of the, of the child, but for the entire family. Because as you know, it was a mental stress and depression, anxiety for parents as well, grandparents as well, because it's, the, it's, it's not stemming from somewhere, but it's the journal, journal culture, or I would say the environment was like that. So no one was ready for the pandemic. So everyone, school, therapy center needed time to understand the technicalities of online intervention, right? And Uh, prepare uh, the system, infrastructure, everything. Now, the good part was during that time, like I said, in 16 to 18, we started the remote program two years before the pandemic. 2018, 17, we started. So it was very easy at that time for us to switch or augment Because we already had the processes, we already Mm -hmm. had the technology. We know how to train because online training is very different than the in-person and offline training. Like the teachers in school today, they now equipped because of the training for last one year working on the online. So it takes Mm. time to show impact in online and we were already equipped with that. Uh, We had the system in place. So we understood the crisis that family was under. So rather than cashing on it, Anurag, so what we did, we started a program pay-as-you-go. Right? So okay. That mm-hmm. For every family, don't worry about the cost, your first month sessions are totally free. Right? The reason we okay. wanted to do was, it will help not only that child, but also the mother and the father, so that they can remain sane during this critical time. And that's yeah. where we open doors for everyone welcome all parent and family across to come take intervention and support for free. So that's, that's there. So cost is not a barrier or should not be barrier and uh, that, we, that we feel for, for all our kids. But how to provide, what to provide, and how to scale it up. We mm-hmm. did during the pandemic. So our therapist and, and I must, must say our therapist and team, I know they work double shift to take care of these kids. So we started speech, occupational therapy. Our center team and they are fantastic. They also came up with with the online courses and worked together with us, all hundred centers, to mm-hmm. show intervention to their child. And yep, that's that's there. And you know what? The funny part was, or, or the mm-hmm. though we are core as children, we do take care of adult and parents as well. So we have to open a worldwide helpline manned by trained counselor to support mm-hmm. families dealing with anxiety and fear because the lockdown people are so anxious at like what to do how Get to it. do i can't stay at home so we have to have to open a helpline manned by trained psychologists. and yeah that's where the our team or fantastic team of month relief showed commitment to ensure that the families are supported and no one should be left behind so yeah so that's the reality of pandemic and whatever we did or whatever we can mm-hmm. do, we did during that time.
0: No, I think you touched base on uh, two very important points here. One was, of course, the, uh, the helplessness that parents were facing because of the uh, institutions shutting down, centers shutting down, and how do you manage your kids? How do you manage your household? There were so many different uh, pieces of the puzzle lying around that it was really difficult for parents to... Uh, really put them in place and make the picture back again. And I think uh, uh, Moms Believe did a great job. And uh, I know a lot of other organizations also that helped during the first and the second wave uh, in whatever capacity they could. And uh, really, really like the way that entrepreneurs like you are doing these kind of work apart from just making money because, of course, every business is there to make money. But these kind of initiatives really show the human side of the business as well. And that is where uh, Socially Desi also really loves to talk to entrepreneurs like you. But touching base on this point, Anitin, that we spoke, going digital, going online, this has actually now increased a lot of fatigue, digital fatigue in kids in the last couple of years. And this has resulted in some sort of mental health issues and reduced focus. How do you think we can manage this? How can we reduce the ill effects of uh, the whole digital era that we are living in?
1: Um, You touched upon a question, Anurag, which every parent, including me, right, we face on a daily basis because, uh, like you rightly said, see, schools are online right now, right? There is no option with the parent not to uh, or tell their kid that don't be on the screen because that's a necessity. Right and this is one of the biggest concerns. see the school is going online across uh the playtime of the kid is also now on screen, right they are yep. socializing they are, is is also via screen. i mean I, I talk about my kid he have a he have a discussion or a date on a zoom call with his with his friend these days right, <laughs> right. because they can't go out right. Yes. everything everything and the result has be, has been that they are not able to focus on a conversation that lasts more than five six sentences and that is i'm seeing across imagine the impact Anurag, that kids focusing more on screen not talking and and if you talk with them for five six sentences or more they lose concentration and they go back on the screen because they are there's sort of an addiction on the screen that's that's there Yep, yep. Uh, we also saw that children are not able to do to, to their task in writing now right? without supervision uh, because mm. they are used to typing. So writing is, is like an alien thing for these kids these days and you have to make them practice. That's another thing we saw. Uh, and they find tabletop activity boring and not as simulating as a video game. If you give kid video game, tabletop activity, no, no, no. I want to play Roblox. I want to play Minecraft, but I don't yeah. want to sit on a table and do any tabletop. But this, it's time that we need to, as a parent, and this is for every parent, including me, that it's time to control that. And how we did that, uh, I'm not saying to stop everything because we cannot and must not negate the power and positive side of digital exposure, but manage it, right? And, mm-hmm. and how we do that, bring back old games like Scrabble, Ludo. Like they not only teach important social how uh, would say, social and social skills, but they also build on kids' uh, confrontation abilities. They challenge the mind to think of out-of-the-box solution and be creative. Yep. And most importantly, they help the kid or you to connect with the child in an emotional level or at an emotional level, right? Mm-hmm. You're not talking superficial. You're talking deep. You're talking about them. You're talking what's in their heart. Children, no matter at what age, when they are engaged in play, they are happy. And, and like they say, happy children talk. And they yep, tell yep. you what's going on. What's their problem? What's their need? Mommy, this is I'm going on. Papa, this is the problem I have. Even one game of Monopoly, like this is what I do. Even one game mm-hmm. of Monopoly is all you need what's going on in my son and daughter life. I mean, while playing the game, they'll tell you what happened in the school. But if you ask them, that like what happened today at the school, everything was fine. Or one comment, boring. But if you play a Monopoly with them, they'll tell you each and everything. So this is this is this is uh, what I see. Uh, we need to give up our, our tablet, our phone, while we are along with the kids, because please remember, kids always watch, and they do exactly what they see. So like Great. they say they are not listening, but watching. So kids always observe, right? You might see the kids say the kids are not saying anything, even a fight at the home or anything at the home, but they do observe. So if you act on your phone, if you talking to them while a phone in the hang, they observe and they do similar things. So my only request or my only recommendation, whatever my two cents is, this screen time should be limited have some mm-hmm. activity, have some family activity. And while playing this activity, talk. Talk to your kids yep. and they will open up like you never imagined that like they also think like that or they also feel or believe like that. So that's the best part about and and in the mental uh, uh, addiction world of the mental health issue, uh, the screen time should go down. That's, that's uh, my two cents on the entire take of mental health and its focus.
0: No, absolutely, Nitin. I completely agree with you. And while you were saying that, I could remember a couple of things that my dad used to do when we were young. That every morning, uh, whenever we'll uh, come out of our rooms, uh, the first thing that we'll see is him reading a newspaper, and uh, we would absorb. We we would we would really observe all of that, and we started reading newspapers. We started reading. If right. if we don't have the newspaper in front of us, we'll start reading our books. We'll read something because that's what we thought. That you should do something. You know, you should do something because I would True. see my parents do it and then I would do it. The other thing that I really saw was that all of our meals, all the major meals of the day, all three meals were uh, eaten at the table, in the dining table. Uh, nobody would, ne- like never uh, would, have we, would we see our parents taking the plate to their bedroom or sitting in front of the TV and having their meal. So that also somewhere down the line, you know, uh, made that perception in our mind that all the major meals should be taken with everybody on the dining table. And I, I really resonate with that point of yours where you said that whatever you do, your kids are watching. Even if they are not interacting with you, if they are just in a corner sitting, they are watching you. And that is what every parent, who, whosoever is listening to us today, Please make sure that you are aware of the kind of activities that you do around your children, so that you instill these uh, good—I uh, I would say—activities, uh, the kind of things that they should do in their lives, in them. And and maybe not today, but you know, a few years down the line, they would be speaking uh, of things like this on some <laughs> podcast or some content platform. But yeah, these—this is this is really gem of an advice uh, from you, Nitin. Uh, Moving ahead, I think one important point that we touched base uh, across the episode so far was about parents and delayed development in children. So I want to focus this particular segment completely on this because I think there are not many conversations happening online with respect to children with delayed development and how parents are coping up with them, how parents are making sure that they are giving the best uh, opportunities to their children and help them grow. I think this is where I want to put this segment in. So I would like to first start off by asking you, what sort of activities uh, have you been doing with uh, parents and children with delayed development, especially in the last couple of years? What were the challenges and how is this whole ecosystem being developed in order to support these children and help them grow? help, And, and of course, give them equal opportunities uh, to grow and succeed in life.
1: No, 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 absolutely, Anurag. Uh, that goes without saying that uh, our kids require support, intervention, as well as uh, they are and will be our top priority. So I'll 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 break these challenges into two parts, not only for special need but for regular kids. But these are the real problems. See, in the current mm-hmm. scenario, the quality of therapy, right, uh, with these kids are getting uh, the transparency and the consistency with uh, the parents should provide via via therapist via on the mm-hmm. therapy. Um, that's that's very variable across the industry, right? Uh, that that the transparency with the treatment plan, it's there, but it can be improved by many many folds, so, right? We, we at Mons believe we believe that there should be consistent, constant, and transparent structure around the kid, and should be informed to a parent. So uh, we want to take care of the lack of support system uh, through a platform. And most important part with the parent go through in this, in this very challenging world is the financial burden or, or say mm. the cost, right? See, like we discussed, these are not medical ailments. With the medical ailment, you know that after three weeks, this bill gonna stop, right? And, right. and then it's a recovery and then everything is fine. Uh, mm. See, but, but, but in our scenario, uh, there's a perpetual cost. There's a cost to make a kid inclusive in the society. There's a cost which is, which is for the therapy which parent has to incur. There's a cost for blood tests. There's a cost for nutrition, which is a very, very big cost, again, as well as the doctor cost, right? right. So parents usually go through this entire cost and see at the end of the day, any parent, ask any parent, they are fine to eat one meal less, but they want to provide the best of your to their child, like you also mentioned. So the parent Agreed. will not leave any stone unturned. But at the end yep. of the day, it's a perpetual cost and a financial burden to the entire family because there is also a sibling. There's also the grandparents usually and the and the structure needs to be supported. Right? So what what we realized in two years of time and actually it took us, Anurag, two years, we we worked tirelessly with, with some of the healthcare or leading healthcare provider in India. Okay. And the... Mm-hmm. Uh, what we saw that, uh, it, it's a breakthrough for at least for us and our parents, for Mons-Belief parent, we were able to get insurance in this sector. Right? When I wow, say insurance, okay. uh, the financial burden of parents can be shared as a, as a product, as a Mons-Belief parent can be shared. And, and this is along with one of the largest healthcare providers, second largest healthcare provider in India that the parent have now option to take insurance. And when I say insurance, the therapy cost, the blood test, pathology, the nutrition, the doctor consultation will be part of that insurance. So now we believe that it's not only parent's responsibility and there are government schemes. Uh, Our our Honorable Prime Minister have launched uh, amazing schemes uh, under National Trust. Uh, But these are not that much that they can take care of the entire year, right? The full therapy costs and so on, so forth, they are supportive, but that needs to be augmented. So now we are happy that parent or we are able to share the burden of those finances for that parent so that whatever, uh, uh, how should I say, the cutting the corner, not cutting the corner, but whatever savings they want to make for their kid in future, they are able to do that, right? So if they are spending, let's say, 100 bucks, 100 rupees, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. we want them that whatever insurance or through insurance, the burden has been shared, whatever has been saved, they can keep for the kid's future, right? And that's mm-hmm. the way they can ensure that uh, that when the kid has grown up, it will help him or her in in making an inclusive society or making them independent so that they can earn mm-hmm by their own, by setting up their own business or, or whatever the skill set of that kid is, right? So mm. that's the biggest thing we all excited about. This is first time in, in India for this industry. We feel that this industry, uh, being a market leader, uh, needs to evolve a lot. But mm-hmm. this, we feel, is the first baby step towards the advancement like in the Western part. In the US, all these therapies and everything are totally totally insured and, mm-hmm. and uh, insurance provided by the state. Uh, but we feel it's a first step towards sharing the burden and making a family self-sustainable while reducing the cost and giving them the best of the therapy. So this is the challenge mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. and, and, uh, uh, and, and the, apart from the quality, and the transparency, which we are addressing. And in the end, Anurag, you said that it should be ecosystem. Definitely, it should be an ecosystem. So we want to develop an ecosystem that support EQ, IQ and CQ of a child. Right. Imagine a kid in between. Just imagine 95% of a kid will be either at school or yeah. at home or at therapy center. Right. We want that 95% of the time where the kids are, they should be under a constant ecosystem where there is a transparency, quality service, mother talking to teacher, teacher talking to therapist, all know what the other person is doing. Because when you synchronize this ecosphere, the, the improvement or the impact on that kid and the family is manifold. Because now you're not working in silo. School teacher knows what is going at home. She will do similar thing. Therapist know what is going at school and home. He'll do a similar thing. So imagine right. everyone in working in tandem rather than everyone working in silo. Uh, imagine it will be a one plus one eleven sort of structure. So that's that's where we want to go, and I think we are heading towards that and in the right direction. Absolutely, Nitin and. Uh
0: just to touch base on the insurance part how how does this really work because insurance in uh, let's say uh, a medical setup is very different so how will this work for uh, the parents at mom's belief
1: so see first of all it's it's a, it's a group insurance for our parents uh, mom's okay. belief parent, right and whoever is with mom's belief is entitled to do that so it's not like uh, you can get on on any portal it's not an uh, open insurance, so to say. It's a specially curated insurance or, or, or the product or, okay. uh, designed for our parents. And yeah. how it works is the person needs to go on our monthly care website. They need to see the benefits. They need to understand from the counselor that like how this works because all these services can only, because we trust our centers. So we have 100 plus centers across India. We, have, we serve more than 20,000 parents in India so far. So, so we have a vast network, Anurag. 3,700 mm. PIN code has been delivered in the last two years alone, which is 30% of wow. India. So mm. so we trust and we know the quality of our therapists and, and the per parent can go to any of Mons Belief Center, uh, 100 plus. Parent go to any 16,500 hospital for hospitalization. And this okay. include a daycare surgery also. This include uh, God forbid ICU and and uh, all the medical expenses thirty <laughs> day and sixty day prior to any surgery for example. Everything is taken care under this product. So it's been supported by Care Healthcare, which was erstwhile Religare, yeah, really and uh, they are helping us with uh, with the entire entire insurance product. So we now have access to uh, emergency. Uh, 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 set up 16000 okay. hospitals uh 300 plus neuropediatric and pediatricians in the in the current structure and growing and uh, and uh, everything under the sun from pathology nutrition, doctor consultation is covered so we want mm. to give a holistic care to our kids right either Get ipd it. or opd it's it's just though we don't though we always say that nothing should happen but it's mm-hmm. always good to cover the IPD risk. And for the OPD part, the parent will take therapy. In any case, they are taking therapy. So why not take the therapy under the insurance plan so that they can get a benefit of sharing the cost burden as well okay. as covering the cost of any unforeseen hospitalization or any, any emergency situation at home, especially during COVID time because our kids are... uh uh, so, so I won't say our kids require extra care during COVID time. Uh, so it's it's all the more important to take care of their health and have a ample financial backup so that in case of rainy days uh, things can be turned on for for good.
0: True, true. No, absolutely. And guys, uh, we'll put the links for Mom Believe uh, in the show notes below as well as uh, the number. Uh, of their expert that you can talk to and discuss all of these things uh, apart from that if you want to connect with Nitin we'll put down his uh, LinkedIn profile in the show notes below as well feel free to reach out to him if you have any further questions uh, feel free to reach out to mom's belief you can reach out to socially desi also will help you get in touch with mom belief uh, but at the end of the day please do not cut corners like Nitin said uh Mom's Belief is there for you. And I think this insurance product is really exciting. I would love to know more about this from Nitin later on. But yes, uh, if you want to know more about this, go check out momsbelief.com and these guys will definitely help you with all your queries. Uh, With that, Nitin, we come to the end of our episode. And before we wrap up, uh, any message that you would like to give to all the parents out there?
1: Um, See, I always say one thing. One belief can change the world, right? Good. So this is especially to parents and especially to that mother. Don't stop believing in your child and don't stop believing in yourself. If a mother's or if she can believe that things can be done, it will get done. And that's that's I've seen. So just don't lose hope. Keep on believing. And like we say in Hindi, it's, it's, it's the most strongest and the biggest thing we believe, we breathe and we'll continue to do that so yeah that's that's it from my side uh, anurag uh, we will not stop believing in a mother and we don't want that mother should stop believing in the child and in her capability so so that's that's about it
0: No, you heard the man guys so do not stop believing in yourself do not stop believing in your kids as a parent Uh, Be there for them. And of course, you know, services like Mom's Belief are there to help you, guide you and support you in whatever capacity they can. So do reach out to them. The links are in the show notes below. And with that, Anitin, you have been an absolute pleasure to speak with on the show. I would love to have you again on the show in the future to discuss more things uh, around Mom's Belief and how things are going on. Uh, But with that, thank you so much and uh, have a great day ahead.
1: Thank you Anurag. Pleasure is on mine and have a
0: great day ahead. Thank you so much. So that wraps it up for today folks. If you liked the episode, give it a big thumbs up, share it with your friends and let's go viral. Remember our weekly podcast features episodes on personal growth, mental health, relationships, business and entrepreneurship and health and fitness. We would love to have Nitin on our show again in the future to talk more about the beautiful world of mom's belief. So if you haven't yet done so, hit that subscribe button and go check out our website at sociallydesi.com. And as always, before I sign off, remember, life is black and white and everything in between.